Welcome back to episode four on A Crack of Clarity. If you're new here, my name is Elizabeth. And before we get started into the meat and potatoes of this episode, I just want to say that this was by far the most challenging episode I have recorded to date. And I think it's really interesting because the topic I'm going to talk about today is something that I have been wanting to talk about for the past few weeks, and I kind of told myself I need to push this off. There's some other episodes that need to come before this one to set this one up better for success. But it was almost as though the nagging feeling of like, man, I'm I'm really excited to talk about this. I'm um, looking forward to starting this conversation that it just turned into, it can't wait any longer. I'm just going to jump right into it. But I had no idea that sitting down and hitting record and talking about the things that I'm going to be talking about in this episode would be so, so challenging and emotionally exhausting at times. I fully expected to be able to rip this episode in one take, edit it, and have it up the next day. And this has been a three, four day venture of trying to put all the pieces together in the way that I want them to be. So with that, I hope you all enjoy this conversation I'm about to have about body image, and let's just jump right into it. I can remember back when I think I was maybe eight or nine years old, whenever the movie Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius came out, like whenever that was, was was the time that I'm like remembering all of this. Uh, I was the biggest biggest Jimmy Neutron fan. And if you don't know what cartoon that is, you're missing out. Okay. Nickelodeon, check it out. I, um, I'd probably even still watch that movie to this day, but regardless, there was a, a song in there written by Aaron Carter. And I had the movie on VHS and at the very end of the VHS, after all the credits were done, it showed like these music videos of some of the songs that were in the movie and one of them was by Aaron Carter and I just remember he was wearing like these cargo pants and he had just a traditional boy haircut um it was like platinum blonde-ish with some like dark highlighted streaks through it and I just I don't know what it was about that look that music video or whatever, but something came over to me and I decided that I really needed cargo pants slash cargo shorts. And I was really wanting to cut my hair short like a boy. I don't know if I necessarily went up to my mom and, you know, verbatim said like, I want this and this to look like Aaron Carter. But I remember, do remember uh, the conversation about like wanting to cut my hair short. And my mom was adamantly against that, adamantly cutting off my beautiful long blonde hair. And what eventually happened was I went and spent the summer in California with my grandparents. And um, I got my grandma to take me to the hair salon and cut all of my hair off to look like, like a pixie cut, basically. And I loved it. Like I was so happy with it, but man, when I got home and my mom saw that all my hair was gone, she was so, so mad. 
so mad and she's mad at her mother for taking me to do that and then just like you know really trying to grapple with like why do you want your hair cut like that and you know it, the the cargo shorts came into play too if i remember that I'm like i just you know i just want these these cargo shorts and she would just be like why like why don't you want to wear this cute little skirt and why don't you want to wear this and it's like i just don't want to wear that i want to wear this and that just wasn't okay to her and i feel like that was one of the first pivotal moments in my life where the way that i wanted to express my physical appearance was told that that's just not okay the way that you want to do that like that's just not acceptable and uh, you, you need to do it this way. Mind you, just like with anything, like that was a phase, right? The phase of wanting my hair cut like Aaron Carter and wearing cargo shorts and cargo pants. But those feelings of wanting to express myself differently with my physical appearance carried forward. So even though I very much grew up through my childhood years in more of like a tomboy fashion, like do not come near me with the color pink, do not come near me with any sort of frilly tutus. Like I just didn't want any of that. And when the girl in me, I guess, finally kicked in whenever that was maybe around probably like not until high school where I was wanting to like wear some makeup and you know, dress a little more girly. And I remember moving. We, I moved from Phoenix, Arizona out to Springfield, Missouri. And it was a culture shock in a lot of different ways. But one of my first memories of like, I want to say even like first day of school out in Missouri, I was wearing just a sweater, just not nothing name brand, nothing flashy, anything like that, just a sweater. And I noticed that all of the other kids were wearing this, this Hollister and this Abercrombie. And I'm like, what, what is this? Like everyone is wearing like Aeropostale. Like, what is this about? And, you know, I, one thing led to another, right. And it, it turned into, mom, I, I feel like I need to wear these things. I want you to take me to the mall and I want to go shop at Hollister and Abercrombie. And I want the shirts with the big fat logo across them. And, uh, that's, that's what I want. And again, just adamantly like, no, I am not going to pay $20 for a graphic t-shirt that says a logo across the chest. Like that's just not happening. And my like inner, you know, teenager angst and just the the desire to just like, I just want to belong in this new place. And I don't understand what all of this stuff is, but man, can can I just have the shirt? <laughs> can I just have the clothes to allow me to feel like I belong? I didn't necessarily get to go to Hollister and Abercrombie. We kind of settled it the uh, Aeropostale level. And I, I got the clothes, I got the clothes, but even when I put the clothes on, it didn't 
it didn't help the the feelings inside me of like I don't really feel like I belong here. I still don't feel like I look good enough. I don't feel like I'm pretty like the other girls in my grade. And I just couldn't understand why. I I went out and I I did the things that or I got the thing that I thought was going to help the feeling, to, to bring that level of comfort and give me that feeling of like, I belong here, I'm not sticking out like a sore thumb, um, and that I'm pretty enough, but it didn't work. Like the clothes didn't work. In college, <laughs> this was in college, when YouTube was starting to really blossom into this influencer space. And uh, I just remember makeup kind of being the thing that I got hooked into and spent a lot of time and a lot of money on buying all this makeup and trying like to copy all of these different looks that I would see on uh, these YouTubers that I were watching that I was watching and I I was good I, I felt like I got pretty decent at following their tutorials copying their look but it was like I would do the full face and I would look at, you know, the colors and everything and the shades on their face and it would look, it would look good. Like I was like, oh, that looks like really pretty. But somehow I put it all on my face, got myself all done up. And again, it didn't have the feeling that I wanted to have. I didn't feel pretty still. There was still something about it where I looked in the mirror and I, I didn't like it. I was unhappy. It was so frustrating. It was so frustrating because I, I couldn't figure out, I'm like, well, why I'm doing the, I'm doing and applying the makeup exactly as they're saying to do. And I'm, you know, paying attention to the angles of my face and all this stuff and, and putting so much attention to the detail of it. Why is my end product not giving me what I want? <sighs> I grew out of that. I, well, actually what made me kind of put down all of the makeup stuff was uh, around the time of COVID. Cause that was very much like, well, if I have to wear a mask all the time, like what's the point of, of putting makeup on? Plus just all of the, the hygienic things of having all that on your face and then having a face covering and, you know, acne prone skin, blah, blah, blah. So I put down all of the makeup around that time when COVID first broke out in 2020. And then uh, in April of 2020, I decided to sign up with a fitness coach and begin uh, an online fitness coaching relationship. Initially, when I began working with the online fitness coach that I had hired, I didn't have any sort of physique competition aspirations. I, even though, like I said, I, I followed those people on social media, it was just something at the time I didn't feel like I wanted to pursue. So I started as just your general lifestyle client. I remember putting on my inquiry for inquiry form, excuse me, that I want to be a lean, mean fighting machine. And time went on and it wasn't, it was like around 
November of 2020. I don't know exactly what I saw or what changed and what clicked inside my head, but something did. And I was looking at these different physique athletes I was following. And I said to myself, you know what, if they can do it, so can I, if they can push themselves to absolute extremes, as far as physical conditioning, then who's to say I can't do the same. So it turned into, I want to transition into becoming more of a competitive physique athlete and away from lifestyle in order to simply prove to myself that I could do it. Just like with anything else, I dove further and further into learning more about bodybuilding and physique competition and really starting to teach myself all of the little tiny nuances and details that can go into manipulating your nutrition and for your gym performance and all the different things that uh, factor into the way your body looks at any sort of given time. I got really good at it. I, I definitely saw the fruits of my labor and my body started to change a lot. I started to see muscle that I had never seen before. I started to shed body fat to a point that I had never been to before. And I remember it was probably a year and a half into coaching. And by this point, my body had changed a lot. And I remember getting on Instagram and feeling like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to share something vulnerable here, but this is, this is what's on my mind and this is what's bothering me right now. And I went into sharing how the clothes that I have don't necessarily fit me anymore, but I didn't feel like I could give myself the permission to go to the store and get new clothes in sizes that fit my new body. It was unsettling because I knew that so many other people, when they lose weight and that sort of thing, like they seemed really excited to go out and um, purchase new clothes for their new body. And it's like this big deal to um, be a smaller size than you have been. You know, nobody, hardly anyone, I should say, hardly anyone looks forward to increasing the size of their jeans or their their t-shirts or whatever. So being in this position where I would sit there and say, well, I just, I've never been a, a size small before. Like I, this is very weird to me. And I, I don't know. Um, I don't know how to feel about all of this other than I just feel uncomfortable and I feel almost like this isn't my body. Like this isn't me because all I've ever known since I was younger is just kind of being on the bigger side, never like grotesquely overweight, but definitely for a girl, like I was just always the bigger girl, just a bigger person, tall and big. So to be in a body that is so much smaller than I've ever been before felt foreign in a lot of ways. And I didn't even have the, the 
wherewithal to sit there and really reflect on how I felt about my journey uh, to that point in time. Like what I said, oh, I want to be a physique athlete. And I did all of the things and changed my body and really started to look like a physique athlete. But that, but as soon as I, you know, got to that point, that destination, and I was in that body, it didn't feel like it was mine. I didn't feel happy in it. I didn't feel comfortable in it. And it took a, a long time to really wrestle with those feelings and find some sort of meaning within all of that. I looked in, I would be able to look in the mirror and not be mad or disgusted by what I saw. And I was, I started buying clothes that fit me and I started wearing clothes and styles that I had previously never felt confident in wearing before. And it was really exciting. It, it started to turn into more excitement because it's like, wow, this has been the way that my body looks and the way that it's shaped has been such a big pain point in my life that now I'm in a place where I feel like I can wear whatever I want. I feel like I can wear whatever I want and I can go out in public and not feel like I don't deserve to take up space because of the way that my body is shaped and the way that it appears. But in that same moment, I also necessarily wasn't fully comfortable with being seen in this new body. I have this generally acceptable, like good physique. I had defined muscles. I had a fairly low level percentage of body fat that I had never experienced before. I had long, beautiful blonde hair again, thanks to extensions. And um, my hair is naturally very fine. And so I've never had like this quantity of thick, luscious hair before. So like I just, I felt so good in so many ways, like I felt good to the extent of being able to look in the mirror and not hate what was staring back at me. And that was a first, that was a first in my life. And in that sense, it felt really good, but it only lasted for so long that that feeling was so temporary. And what I started to realize was that I was relying on my physical appearance to help me cope with the fact that I felt as though everything in my life around me was falling apart. It was like, okay, you know what? Everything can be in a dumpster fire burning around me, but at least I look good. At least my body looks acceptable and honestly beyond acceptable. I actually started to like stick out in public. And then I would kind of go back to those feelings of being uncomfortable because it's like, okay, yes, I I know I have this body that I worked hard for, you know, looks looks good. It's like, who am I to not expect some people to say something to me in public? 
but it, you know, I did, I was like, I didn't want anyone to remark on the way that I looked, even though I was in a body that I'm like, I, I think I look pretty decent here. Like I feel, I feel good. But like I said, like the moment someone else would say something about my body, I just, I felt so uncomfortable and just wanted to, you know, cover up immediately, run away, hide all of that. And it took, it took a lot of times of being in those uncomfortable situations and not being able to really figure out why do I feel so uncomfortable? Because logically I have this body that um, looks good. Like I'm, I have arrived at a, you know, physique athlete's body type, all of the, the hours in the gym and all of the painstakingly detailed level of nutrition tracking. Like here we are, we, that's all paid off in the sense that now I have this, this body that I've never had before that I know other people are dying to have. They want this. They want this body. So who am I to sit here and say that I feel uncomfortable in it? It's like it almost got to the point where I had this body. And so I felt like it was my golden ticket in order to enter friend groups or socialize with people that I would have never socialized with before because of the way that my body looked. Because I felt like I didn't deserve to be around those kinds of people. And so even as I started to push past that barrier of not feeling like I should be associating with certain people, I stepped into those groups and I still felt so uncomfortable. I still felt like I didn't belong. I, I had the defined muscles. I had the low level of body fat. I had the hair and makeup all done. I had the outfits that everyone else was wearing, but being in the company of those people, I still felt as though I was an imposter in a way and that I had no business associating with these people. I remember going to a friend's house that was hosting good majority of people, like a good quantity of people, pretty large group of people. And I looked around and I'm like, we are all, you know, fairly attractive people. None of us are looking like complete gremlins here, but there was this overwhelming sense within me of like, okay, I still feel rather uncomfortable for my own personal reasons. But as I'm looking around, I feel like everyone else here is also uncomfortable to an extent. Like there's this general feeling of like, we're all holding back something or we're all afraid that something within us is going to be seen. Regardless of how I looked, I couldn't get over the fact that I still wasn't, I still hadn't arrived at the feeling that I've been dying to to feel the feeling of belonging, the feeling of comfort and safety within my own self, the feeling that I can walk into any sort of room, regardless 
of the way that my body looks or the way that I'm dressed and feel like I can take up space and feel as though my existence is worthy enough of of being there to be able to walk into those places and not be so riddled inside my head with what does everyone else think right now are they looking at me what do they see on me are they you know do they know this about me you know i need to hide over here because i want to cover up this aspect of me now after having shared all of my experiences being in a physical form that is very small and muscular and lean and looks really good and also being in a physical form that is much larger and that i feel more insecure in i feel like it's important to say that without having both of those experiences it would be extremely hard for me to show up here and convey any sort of honest and authentic message about body image and trying to express ways in order to transcend above that feeling of needing the body to look a certain way in order to to feel how you want to feel about yourself and like i want to pay so much respect to my former self who had never experienced um, a body that looks looks the way that it, it did with the the defined muscles and and the level of leanness that i had i know that if i were still that person today and i were sitting down listening to someone talk about body image i i would honestly sit there and i, I could almost hear like that uh, meme that i've been seeing passed around on social media with the guy that's like you sure about that are you sure about that are you sure about that you know it, it's it's hard to imagine feeling as though your problems in life are not going to be solved just because your body looks a certain way. It's really, really hard. There's so much pressure on both men and women to feel like their physical appearance needs to look a certain way because we see these people out in the world. Like I've seen those people and it's like on the outside, it looks like their life is put together because to an extent that is true because it does require a certain level of commitment and discipline and action to change your body to that type of a degree. But it doesn't mean that all the other facets of someone's life are as put together. It could be the biggest mess and dumpster fire, like I said, that you've ever seen. You know, the, the physical body and the physical appearance is truly just one aspect of someone's life. And it it is, it's so hard to imagine something past that as far as being able to feel the way I want to feel or feel the way you want to feel beyond just what we see in the mirror. I'm sitting in a body now that feels so far away from where it was even just six months ago. And for the last six months, it has been very hard to see past the feelings that I am back to square one and that I'm just so far away from the person that I used to be. 
At the same time, though, I sit here and I think about and I remember the feelings of feeling as though my body is so temporary, my physical appearance is so temporary, and that any moment it can be snatched away by something. It can be just taken away from me. To some extent, that is true. Like my physical form is temporary. It's going to change as I grow older. And, you know, I, I sit here now and I'm like, well, I hope to get back into better shape. I am actively working towards shedding excess body fat, but I know that when I reach my destination again, the feelings within me are going to be so different. And those feelings are something that can't be taken away. Just the knowing that I can sit in the body that I'm in now and in the body I'm going to have in the future and feel exactly as I do now, comfortable, safe, secure, as if nothing is going to take me away from me is something that I would do this whole process again just to learn. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode on A Crack of Clarity. Circling back to what I said in the intro to this episode, I really enjoyed recording it, even though it was extremely difficult at times. But I hope that some of the stories that I shared and some of the messages I had to say today are something that you can connect with. And if so, I would greatly appreciate if you would just drop a little short review on whatever platform you're listening to and tell me your thoughts, tell me your feelings. Did this churn up anything within you that you feel like hasn't gotten the attention that it deserves to this point? The topic of body image is something that I feel can go so many different directions and I do plan on expanding more on different aspects related to it in future episodes. But I was just so excited to jump in and start this conversation. So I hope you guys enjoyed the journey and the ride, and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.